Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Um, coming to you from the craft room today, and we have a little visitor in the... Oh, look who's over there on the couch. We have a little visitor today. Sonny has his little friend Baxter visiting, and they are both sitting on the couch, all buried in the white pillows, leaving Mom all alone in the craft room to fend for herself. So you two campers, keep that couch from floating away, and I will carry on with the podcast. So I hope you're all doing well. This is the Paper Outpost podcast. We're talking about paper crafting, life of a crafter, answering your crafty questions today, and junk journals. So let's jump right in. Elaine S. says, "Um, great idea. Um, For some reason, I have the hardest time trying to cut out the shape if tabs of tabs so this will make the tab chore much easier why didn't I think of uh, to do this thanks Uh, uh, she's saying um, she's referring to a video that came out uh, yesterday called easy page tabs from book pages and there are a million and one ways to make page tabs and they're really a cute adorable little extra embellishment for a junk journal Um, they can be functional or just decorative and there's Uh, This is just one little starter beginner idea if you're interested in checking that video out. Um, Dottie Dashna, okay, there we go. Um, Good morning, Crafty Family. My question this week is, have you ever used those free paint sample cards from Lowe's in your junk journals? I collected a lot of them in a drawer full this summer from the little recycle bins in Lowe's paint section because I use them in my art journals. What can we use them for in the junk journal world? I like the, the fact that you're grabbing them from the, the recycle bin there. Um, my goodness, they're kind of like colored cardstock. So yeah, you could punch out shapes. You could, um, gosh, use them for a million things for uh, cover art, for collage, for um, making journal cards and um, um, pockets and tucks and belly bands and bookmarks and all sorts of fun things. So yes, absolutely. I mean, they're just another beautiful um, example of a resource that's out there. And uh, yeah, like I said, I love the fact you get them from the recycle bin. That's very cool. Okay. Steph B asks, I have been gifted many linen napkins with embroidery. Some are very large, all in fine condition and are lovely. How can I incorporate these into my journals? Uh, thanks. P.S. I love the visits from the pup reporter. Oh, that's sweet. Um, oh, that's a great question. I love using linen napkins with embroidery. Um, one of my favorite ways is to cover, um, pockets with them. They just look so pretty. You can actually use the, the linen napkin as is, like cut a piece out of it and just either glue or sew that to a page, however you want to do it. Or you can mount the um, linen napkin onto a piece of cardstock or something that has a little bit of structure to it, glue it or sew it to that and then glue that to your page. And that gives a nice, um, easily structured uh, pocket or tuck, or you could convert this also into a, a belly band or something like that. They would also make really pretty bookmarks as well. Um, just wrapped around a piece of chipboard or cardstock or something like that. Very pretty. Um, they are amazing to use. And I actually have had people get mad at me for cutting up old linen. Um, and I hear you. I know. I hear you. But there's a lot of it out there. And sometimes it's stained 
and um, not really usable in, for daily wear, um, <clears throat> or it's very fragile or something like that, or it's just sort of pretty, or somebody just did a little bit of embroidery on the corner of things, and it would be a nice way to honor that little piece of embroidery. Another pretty thing that you can do with um, embroidered linens is uh, make envelopes out of them. Now you can take cardstock and construct an envelope, um, and then wrap it in the linen, or you can um, uh, take an envelope that's already constructed and just glue uh, the linen onto it and just cut it and trim it. And you could even sew it on the edges if you want, or um, you know, do some type of pretty uh, binding or basting on the sides. But those are really, really, really pretty. They would also be very pretty stacked on top of a journal for gift giving. Uh, maybe full of some ephemera or pretty papers that you've made or cut out or possibly uh, punch things or old photos or whatever you have hanging around that might be fun to tuck into those envelopes. That would be really cool. Um, <clears throat> mm. uh, let's see. Hubby came in and said, why is she making a field of COVID flowers? I just died laughing. Um... I don't know what I don't know what you mean by that. What's a COVID flower? Um, I don't know, but I was doing some watercolor flowers. Maybe, maybe I have no idea what you mean. But um, I, I hope everybody's okay and healthy. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, nope, didn't have COVID. Um, okay, Pam, wise whisk girl says. Pam, I got a laminator last year and haven't used it yet. Oh, I'm guilty of getting stuff and not using it, too. I have a Dremel that's still in the box, and I, I begged for it for Christmas, and then I haven't used it. I feel so guilty. Um, <clears throat> and I know once I pull it out, I'll probably use it, but I don't even know where it is right now. Isn't that awful? I think I stuck it in the garage somewhere. Um, do you recommend 3M pockets for laminating or rolls and sheets of the plastic from laminating? Okay, um, I am unskilled in the laminating world. I don't have a laminator and I've never laminated, so I'm not the right person to ask. But um, I have no idea, honestly. Maybe, maybe I'm sure there's other videos out there that show how to laminate and what would be the best way to do it. But that sounds really cool. I mean, maybe it's time to dust that off and, and give it a go and just see what you think. Um, sounds like fun. I mean, you could make really cool bookmarks and stuff like that for your junk journals with a laminator. That would be neat. Um, Gretchen T says, Pam here in the St. Louis, Missouri area. I think that's Missouri and not Monte St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. Um, uh, we were a whole two degrees last night. We're, we're struggling to get into the two digits. Can you say burr? Oh, <clears throat> I'm feeling for you. I have a very good friend from St. Louis. She just drove back down to Florida and she was just telling me how unbelievably cold it has been up there. And um, so we definitely feel for you. Stay warm, hon. Okay, let's see. Boop, boop. I'm harding these. Okay. Um, okay, I think I answered. Okay, I think I did some of these. Let me go for, for your. Okay. <coughs> A lot of questions about um, how do you make your own Mod Podge, and I do believe you take Elmer's glue and add a little bit of water, and that's pretty much it. Although, basically you're thinning it out a little bit, I I think that's the magic recipe. It's nothing really super fancy. Um, 
there may be other recipes for it out there too, but that's the one I'm familiar with. But I just buy the big gallon of Mod Podge and just pour it into a Tupperware thing and then use that up and then pour more into the Tupperware thing and then use that up. Um, it's a great medium to work with. You can use it in so many different ways. Uh, it's a really nice way to plasticize or give seal any um, tiny work. Like let's say you are putting um, some plant material, some nature, maybe you've got some leaves or petals or flowers that you want to put on a page, but you're a little afraid that they might fracture or break even if you glue the backs of them down. You can always coat them with Mod Podge um, and seal them onto the page that way to give a nice, uh, uh, it it will take something that's crunchy and turn it flexible. It's kind of cool that way. Somebody is saying, Journal Diva said, I love the idea of making your own art for journals. Did you know about Woody Stabilo pencils for children that can be used on a jelly plate? Well, there you go. There we have had it. Now we know. I did not know that. Um, That is pretty cool. And uh, we will go from there. I do not have a jelly plate. Those Honestly, those things kind of freak me out. It looks like a blob. I like a giant amoeba blob. Yep, they kind of freak me out. I don't know why. I just feel like it's going to grow mold or something. And they probably don't. They're probably fine. And there's a lot of videos on how to make your own jelly mold and uh, jelly plates. And those really freak me out because I, I think they might grow mold. I don't know why. They probably don't. But if they did, it would really freak me out. That's all I can say. I don't know. But um, And then you got to put it somewhere. I have a space issue here which is my own darn fault because I dragged in so much craft stuff I really need to use up more of my stuff that I have stop buying things Pam use up what you have use up what you have you've got a lot around here use it up okay that's mission number one um heart that one um Janoir Moon says Ciao, Miss Pam and Sleepy Sunshine. Your artwork is so beautiful. I Have you ever considered using them to make greeting and note cards to sell in your Etsy shop? Congratulations to the winner. Um, that's actually a great idea. Um, and she's referring to the video called Beginner-Friendly Watercolor Bookmarks for uh, Junk Journals. Um, I think that would be very pretty um, to use your own artwork and make uh, things like that. I mean, how rewarding. And cause I, I know if somebody hand-painted a card... Uh, and gave it to me, I would definitely keep it. Um, That's for sure. So, you know, all these things are possibilities. Great ideas, everyone. Nancy Walker says, can you think of an alternate alternate to acrylic blocks? Oh, I think she's referring to when you're using an acrylic stamp, like the silicone stamps, the clear ones, but can you stick it to... um, other than an acrylic block. And um, I often don't even use the acrylic block. I'll just like rub the ink over the stamp and then just use the sheer force of my hands to push down on the page. Um, But you could definitely use a book or something like that. Like if you put the stamp down and just press a book on top of it, I think that would give you enough evenly distributed weight to make an imprint, which should be pretty cool. I think that would be an easy thing to probably substitute. Um, Carol Williamson asks, where else are you reading comments and questions from, Pam? Oh, is it your subscription page? I'm pretty much 
Um, what I do is I go into YouTube and they have a little feature where you can pull up questions asked. So anybody who asks a question on any video of mine through all the old videos and new videos, it will pull them all up just depending on the date on when they posted the question. So if you're watching an older video and you have a question, it will pull from those older videos as well. Um, where, uh, happy sewist says, where does one find glycerin to rehydrate ink pads? Um, uh, you can buy it in the grocery store in the cake section. It's used to thin icing or make icing and things like that. You can, I know I've seen vegetable glycerin in the health food store. You can find it there. Um, and some places like CVS and stuff like that, like pharmacy type places will also sell glycerin. I've seen it there. Um, and you can order it on eBay and Etsy and Amazon any day of the week. Okay. Jenny, uh, asks, hi, Pam. I love your videos. I'm making, I've made a lot of junk journals already. Uh, last year left my email address on your page. I got one mail back. I tried again and again, but no mails anymore. What can I do? Okay, well, um, make sure that they're not being uh, filtered by your email system. Um, And if it doesn't work, I would just try and re-sign up. Maybe for some reason it got filtered out. I I don't really filter out any emails, so uh, it's unlikely. But, um, and um, uh, if you use Microsoft Outlook, check in your promotions tab because sometimes it gets placed in there and not in your primary email address bucket. And um, uh, that's what I would do. I would maybe also unsubscribe and then resubscribe. That might kick it back into gear. And um, Dod, oh, here's Dottie Dashna uh, again here. Where she's asking, oh, let me heart that one. Um, Hello, Paper Outpost family. Guess what I managed to find? Yes, Scotch Create per- Permanent Glue Stick. It was available through Michael's online, not available in the stores. It said it was only available online. Anyways, I ordered five glue sticks. Delivery date is next week between Tuesday and Thursday. If I end up getting the one in the black and gray plaid bottle again, we will all know that Pam has the only Scotch Create glue sticks left on the planet, hoarded nice and cozy in her garage. Uh, I will update everyone if I got it next week. Happy crafting. Oh, that's I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like me, I'm, uh, Hopefully it's not disappearing. Well, we're just going to have to buckle up if they're not making it anymore and find a different glue. I mean, that's that's what we got to do. We're going to do it. Um, Amethyst Raven. Hi, Pam and Sunny. These are brilliant. She's referring to the how to easily paint flowers for a junk journal video. Um, do you ever consider adding your own art to your digi kits? These would make beautiful printables. Um, I have actually. Um, I've done some collaging and uh, with dried botanicals, and also I did a bunny one. It was, uh, I think it's called Bunny Loves Yoga, I want to say. With some doodles that I used to draw a while back, I was doing this little bunny theme, so I put them up there. Um, but yeah, definitely all these painting ones would come out really good. Uh, something to think about. Thank you for the idea. Uh, uh, user said, I hear a bird with a very haunting sound. What type? That's probably the African gray, uh, Holly. And, um, he has a myriad of sounds. Um, uh, 
Uh, okay, um, Judith Martin said, I'm having trouble getting my free printable to print. She must mean from the newsletter. It downloaded to my files on my Kindle tablet, but won't print. Any suggestions? Um, I would say I don't know how the Kindle talks to your printer. And maybe there's a YouTube video on that, on how to get it to print. Or if you have a laptop or a PC, maybe you could um, send the image there and uh, print it out from there. Those That might be a couple ideas. Um, and if you're totally in a pinch, you can always go down to Office Depot or FedEx or something like that. And usually they can print out images for you. Betty Longshore says, love this idea. Okay, what's the idea? It's a video called Make a Collaged Focal Point for a Junk Journal uh, cover idea. Love this idea. Uh, is this going to be the actual journal cover or will it be attached to a cover? I don't know. I think I made it and I put it aside and it is of undetermined um, final destination yet. So you could do it either way. It could actually be your cover or you could uh, make a, like a place it onto a cover as a focal point. Let's go with that answer. That sounds, that sounds good. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Hi, Pam. This is uh, Pam Kitano. Uh, hi, Pam. I just love this idea. Can't wait to try. This is uh, call, the video called Make Faux Leather and Suede from a Paper Bag. Um, could I cover a hardback book with this or will it be too fragile? Once again, love your work. You're the one that got me into junk journals. Okay, what you could do is um, uh, if you're worried about the flexibility around a spine of a hardcover, um, you could just cover the front and the back cover so there's no flex and then possibly put a piece of fabric down the spine so it's not pulling on this material and then you're totally safe but you could try wrapping it it does have some flexibility and I think if you go with the Mod Podge covered one which gives it a little bit more of a leathery look um, you can uh, get more flex out of something that's a little bit crunchy or that might tear should, should you say but you're gonna have to you know test it out it all depends uh, how thick your paper bag is how much um, you know, how, how saturated and flexible the, the final piece is. Um, uh, okay. <clears throat> I think I answered this one the other day, so we'll just move through that one. Um, uh, let's see. Well, I think I answered those too. Okay, here we go. We're going to go down here a little bit. Uh, Digi, Digi Kate G says, Hi Pam, I love your videos. I have a question. Have you ever done any binding other than the three-hole stitch? I would love to learn something different like cross-stitch or something else. Please give my regards to Sunny. Um, I have done some other things like a kettle stitch and a... Um, Coptic stitch and things like that in the beginning. Yeah, I played around with a lot of different techniques on how to bind. Um, and you may want to check out my, I have a playlist called Junk Journal Construction, and that's all my different videos of how to make different types of junk journals. Uh, but what I sort of did was settle on the three-hole pamphlet stitch as my old reliable um, go-to because it's so easy and so effective and I found that it's reliable with small journals or big heavy journals I've had good luck with it some people like to do the five hole um, 
and there's a lot of other fancy stylized stitching out there that you can do. Okay. Okay. Sorry for the interruption there with the phone call, but we're going to be tying it up now and wishing you all best. Have all our best. Happy crafting from me and Baxter and Sunshine. All is well at this end. And we send you lots of hugs and we'll be talking with you all soon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. It's Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is Pam's uh, junk journal podcast. This is the Paper Outpost podcast coming to you from the living room when Sunshine and I are snuggled together in front of the laptop reading your fabulous questions from YouTube. Let's see what you guys are all thinking about. Okay, here we go. Um, we have Kelly Hard says, Pam creates a new word, stampled. Uh, or is it? That was in the Got Scraps video that just came out that I did not put a title on. Look at that. Um, oh, yep, did not put a title on there. Um, okay, so, uh, hang on. Okay, I fixed it. Okay, stampled, yeah, I think that was a cross between stamping and stenciled. It came out stampled, so there you have it. May already be a word, may not, maybe it is now, who knows. We carry on bravely into the papery future. Um, Aaron Tube 360 says, is Baxter whining because he's homesick or is because he wants his debut on the paper, <laughs> the paper Outback? I like that. Um, he, uh, yes. Baxter is Sunshine's friend who comes and visits sometime. He's a beautiful little pup. And uh, he, they are best friends. They get along so well. And there's often romping play followed by great naps and snacks. And, um... Baxter likes to voice his concerns every once in a while, and I think we even got a bark. And his mama, Linda, said he doesn't bark that often, but apparently he can squeak one out every once in a while. So there you go, folks. Okay. Um, okay. Um, okay, got that one. Got that one. And, oh, I posted an announcement in the community tab that said um, there's going to be a video... Um, schedule change. There's still going to be four videos a week, but I'm going to move the Friday video to Sunday. So I just think more people are available on Sundays for some reason. I, that fantasy lives in my mind. Um, so I've always wanted to do this, and now I'm I'm stepping forward briskly into the sixth year, and I'm doing it. So cross fingers. Come visit on a Sunday. You're still going to have four videos a week at your. You can watch them anytime you want. You, uh, any day you want doesn't matter. But uh, it will post on Sunday. Whether or not it's still going to remain a craft chat or an, an uh, ephemera giveaway contest, I'm not sure. I may play a little bit with the content of it, uh, but I haven't, I haven't formulated a final decision. But I will promise to keep you posted. Um, thank you, Aaron Tube. 360. Um, Gail Husko says, how do you do it? My day has only 24 hours in it. Thanks, Pam. And then she was referring to the, the change, the four videos a week, I think. Um, still four videos. Um, we live and breathe paper over here. Uh, Crystal Perkins says, hello, may I ask what you are spraying on the ink pads? It's purely water. I just have water in there, nothing else fancy other than water. Um, you can put in a little vegetable glycerin if you want. It will act as a humectant and keep your 
ink pads a little more moist for a little bit longer, but it will slow drying time a little bit when you use your ink. <clears throat> so I choose water just because it'll dry fast, but then I have to spritz it every once in a while. So the trick with an ink pad, you either have, if your ink pad is not working, um, you either have a dried up ink pad, not enough moisture, or not enough dye or oxide in the ink pad if it's a regular ink pad. If it's one of those stays on, doesn't come off with water, that's a whole other ball of wax and we won't talk about that because that just confuses the heck out of me and I've never had good luck with those. So, regular old ink pad, give it a spritz. If the ink comes back to life, then you, were just, you just have a dried out ink pad but it's loaded with ink. Give it a spritz and you're still not getting much yield then you probably are uh, low on dye or oxide or basically pigment in your uh, your ink pad. Um, and you can get uh, re-inkers for that. They usually come in a little bottle with a dropper and you just saturate the pad with maybe four or five dropperfuls. And uh, there you go, you're off and running again. It's cheaper to do it that way than rebuy the ink pad every time. But somebody, some folks do like to crack open a new ink pad every once in a while. I get that, I do. Um, Okay, um, Ernest Miller says, Pam, I live in Oklahoma. I'm very interested in that bit of ephemera from Oklahoma. The certificate of prepaid stock from 1923. Would you consider selling that or making a copy of it for me? As a lifelong Okie, I'd appreciate either. Well, um, it sold with the journal. So if you are the lucky uh, owner of that journal, you will get it. Um, but that one has uh, moved on. I may have others, they won't be the exact same one, but I'll take a look around and see if I can find some. Um, I generally don't sell one piece of ephemera, but um, um, I will take a look. If I find something, I will contact you, Ernest Miller, because uh, I certainly appreciate when people find something that speaks to them because so many times I've made a junk journal and they will, somebody will write me and say, oh, you have no idea what I found in here. There's a letter from my hometown or, um, you know, something that was personal to them for just, you know, a, a strange coinkydink. It was in there. And um, uh, I once found a whole pile of letters from a family from this tiny little spit of a town called... Um, North Battleford in Saskatchewan where my mother was born and it was just so funny because it's just a tiny little spit of a town or at least it was when they lived there many years ago and um, it was this whole family's life all their interactions somebody must have gathered and saved all these old letters from different people in the family I don't know how they did that but they did that and um, it, you could see their whole life events go on and I remember my my uncle Steve he told me that it was a day's horse ride away to the next town, so everything had to be produced or created from the farm. And they built their fence around their farm with the stones that were buried in the in the ground. I mean, they had six kids, so they had lots of hands on deck. But um, it was quite the adventure. He would tell me those interesting stories of how they survived. I mean, they, um, I'm preaching to the choir here. I mean, he, they had to. Uh, um, pickle and jar and um, you know save food through the winter so they would have enough to feed six people starving people every day because they worked hard on the farm um, and they had cows and chickens and and apple orchard and, and they grew other things I'm sure uh, wheat I think they grew that was a big thing in Canada okay we we, we digress there but um, Carolyn Westbrook says how do I get a copy of your list please never endless page of I ideas uh, 
for your junk journals, the mini series. Ah, copy of it. Where did I put that? A list of page ideas. Yes, I have a list of uh, page ideas and how to break a blank page. And what you do is you sign up for the free monthly emailed newsletter that comes out from the paper outpost, me, um, once a month. And in there, at the very bottom, there's a freebie section, and it includes that page list of ideas on how to break a blank page. And also, um, you get a free digital image every month, a checklist of supplies in case you're looking for things to gather for junk journals, and also a note from the bookmaker which explains what a junk journal is and how to use it. It's a great thing to tuck into the beginning of any junk journal so people know what on earth they just received or how they can play with it. Um, okay. Um, Norma Favela says, uh, the video called Easy Pockets and Tucks from a Master Board for Junk Journals. They came out awesome. Would love to meet Baxter. What happened to who won the beautiful letter? I have a funny feeling that I forgot to make an announcement of who won. Oh, yep. Yeah. I'm seeing... Yeah, no, several of you are letting me know that apparently I didn't announce a winner for who won the French letter. So apparently I will be announcing, um, I guess on Sunday... Who won the French letter? How about that? We'll go back and we'll do a drawing because apparently I forgot to do the drawing. Um, it happens sometimes. I usually catch myself. Apparently, I missed myself. I apologize for that. We shall make it right and carry on. Um, uh, can you, uh, wise, Whisk Girl, Wisconsin Girl, I'll bet. Whisk Girl says, can you use a low temp blow gun to dry stickles quicker? I got one for Christmas and haven't tried. Um, I would say, yeah, you could try it. Um, uh, low temperature, I think that would work. Obviously, a high temperature would probably keep it liquid a little bit longer, I'd imagine. But, um, um, yeah, a little air movement. Why not? I'm sure that's going to help um, stickles dry quicker. Uh, my favorite way to dry stickles is you just put them on another table and walk away and forget about them. And then when you come back a few days later, you're like, oh, I forgot I made these. And then they're finally dry. Yes, <laughs> they get everywhere. I don't know what it is about stickles. Um, uh, Branson Girl said, any day you post is a good day with me. Thank you. Thank you, Branson Girl. Um, I know uh, this is real fire tag. Uh, says, I know when you are doing a video that you are talking to us. When you are not doing a video, do you still talk to us? I talk to you when watching your videos. <laughs> Love watching your videos. Oh, you're so sweet. Um, if I'm not talking to you, I'm thinking about talking to you. How about that? Um, <laughs> and uh, um, you guys are the best. You guys are just like the best conversationalists, you know. Um, it's uh, it, it's it's. It's fun to talk with you guys, so thank you for uh, spending your time here together with us at the Paper Outpost. Um, Cheryl Barber says, what if you would push the clog out of the tip from the inside? Take the lid off, push your paper clip um, on the other direction. Okay, I think I eventually did that. I'm not 100% sure. I think she's, I think this is the video where I cleared the glue glob out of the Sugar Bells icing piping bottle, which is the bottle that I put my Fabrifix glue in just so it's, it has a softer wall and it's easier to squeeze and it gives a finer stream of glue through the tiny metal tip. And every once in a while, just due to air exposure, it might get a little bit clogged, but it's, it's not really that hard to clean out. Um, uh, Penny said, I cannot find the latest junk journal for, uh, for sale. I have not seen any reviews of your sold journals. Where are they? I don't know. Um, but um, I have, it's sold. Uh, well, I can tell you it's sold and it, it was shipped. 
Um, that's okay. So when I don't know why, and I've tried to have this be different, but it's not different. Um, if I put a journal up for sale, I have a section on the left navigation bar that says journals on a PC or a laptop. I don't know what it looks like on the phone, but um, if that is, section is not there, that means it has sold. Yeah, because this section, Etsy removes the complete section, so it doesn't even look like there's a journal section. So I don't know how people would know other than actually going into the, if you click on there's a there's a number of sales, I think it's like 65,000 sales or 49,000 sales or something like that, but that's a clickable link. And if you click on it, you can actually see what sold. And I think it's in chronological order. So if you want to see if that junk journal sold, you can look there. That's your best place to look. Um, ah, somebody said, Michelle said 41 minutes after the, this is posted in journal gone already. Wow. wow that was fast. Um, has it sold already? Said Faith Ann. Um, yes, yes, it has sold. And, um, number one, Nano, Nana of two says, um, Pam, did you do the drawing when you paused the recording to get your laptop? If so, it didn't record. Oh, you know what? I think I hit the wrong button. Hmm. Who won? If it's not recorded, how will I know? We'll just have to do another drawing. If I didn't write it down, it didn't record, I didn't know. Hmm. Well, there you go. Um, the latest foible at the paper outpost. Uh, let us know who won. I hope Linda gives the okay for Baxter to have his debut. Um, yeah, there you go. A blessed week. Um, yeah, um, have another question. Found some wood spools. What do you use at the end of yours for the ink? Is it just a sponge? Yes, I use just a sponge. And I think you can also use felt or those little, um, you know, those things you put under the feet of furniture, but they're felt pads, little circular pads. Those will work as well too. Just a little piece of material. Like if you get a nice little you know, sweater or something like that. You don't really need to chop it up. You can just something to absorb the ink and it will work. Um, even a, like a weird little baby wipe thing will work. I mean, it's amazing what you can stick on the end of a spool and get it to transfer ink. Cotton ball, you know, I'm just saying we have possibilities, um, which is great. Um, never let lack of a craft supply stop you. Uh, Paula Casey says, Hi Pam, thanks for always reminding us that everything will have a purpose eventually. I hold on to illustrated floral books and I finally broke one down and after scanning them, I will make pockets and things. I'm just curious, do you listen to music or podcasts or books when you're crafting? I love podcasts and music while I craft. Um, yeah, I listen to everything and, um, but most of the time, I'm talking to you guys. Uh, but sometimes I'll just sit there and craft on my own and maybe I'll listen to music or something like that or a podcast or, you know, another YouTube channel. I'll just be like relaxing. Maybe it's a related topic. Maybe it's something completely different. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I, I do like some type of um, sound accompaniment in the background just to enjoy um, audio uh, stimulation. Um, T.A. Howard asks... Do you have a tutorial for specimen cards? I'd really like to see your take on these. Yes. Yes, I do. I will try and find it for you. Oh, let me see. I'm trying to think what I made those. I'm pretty sure I made it out of acetate or something. So I would say if you go to my main channel page and you look for the magnifying glass, which is the search field, it's kind of obscure, but it is there. You might have to scroll to the right or the left 
but if you type in specimen cards or specimen card or acetate, I have a funny feeling it's going to come up. And I will take a look as well when I get a chance here for you. Um, Michelle Ellis says, thank you very much. I love your video. Uh, she's referring to got a cereal box and a bed sheet, how to make a junk journal step-by-step -step tutorial. Uh, thank, okay, quick question. Is that a real pup at the end? It was the cutest little thing ever. Probably on this channel, it's a real pup. I'll bet it was. Now there is, I do have a stuffed pup, not a, a that pup that died. A, just a, it, it's just a toy uh, that looks just like sunshine. Um, unless it was that, it was probably sunshine. Now there may have also been previous pooches. I think my other dog, Angel, was on a few videos early on and um, then he wasn't. <laughs> and then now we have sunshine, yes, okay. Um, Michelle, uh, okay, that was very nice. That was her question. Uh, uh, Jacqueline Short said, Pam, did you get carried away? LOL, that letter looks lovely. Just before the war, I wonder what it says. Did I get, I always get carried away, Jacqueline. Um, of course, I could say a definitive yes to that. Uh, Katya, ooh. Katya Himena Hiria Davila. Um, it sounds like maybe uh, a blend of children's names together or something. I don't know. Hello, good day. The puppy is not your toy. Are you crazy? <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably crazy. Uh, I love my little puppy. He's so cute. And he really likes doing his little pup dates. He gets very excited when I come to get him. He's like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm, he, see, he gets cuddles. It's all about the cuddles. Who are we kidding? And there are treats involved. I will, I will, I will say there are treats and he, he gets plenty of treats. Um, and somebody asking again about the winner. Yes, I realize I now have forgotten that. I will fix that. Uh, Kim Handback says, do you use a cradle when you punch holes in your signatures? I've seen some people use them, but I'm not sure about them. Um, I think you can absolutely use a cradle, but I don't think it's necessary. I contemplated cradle and I thought, why? Um, when I can just punch holes with the crocodile, uh, I don't need the cradle then. Um, or you can even take a nail and a hammer and punch holes if you have like a piece of wood or something under your, your papers that you're punching through. Uh, so don't you don't technically need the the cradle, but you can. But if you clamp um, your papers together well, then they should stay together and you should be okay without it. Um, you know how some, okay, let's just bring this up briefly. Some tools are very valuable because they'll make light work out of, um, um, you know, a lot of things that you have to do um, and you'll use them a lot and they're great. And then you get other tools where you thought it was great, but you never use it or it's a little cumbersome to use or you could have just done it faster with scissors and you kind of wished you never bought the thing. There's those tools and somehow we don't know until we actually get the tool. So. You know, I would say some of my favorite tools which really earn their salt are my Crocodile Too Big Bite, my Bone Folder, my um, Metal Ruler, um, there's probably a few other things, but if I had to go in my Stabilo Pencil, okay, that's not really a, is that a tool? I don't know. But um, yeah, those things I really, really, and my Craft Mat, those would be some key things I would really, you know, if I was on an island and I couldn't make anything else. Um, all right, let's see. 
Debbie Bream says, Hi, Pam, I always love your master boards. I sew patches of different materials together and then stick them on cardstock. I'm also a big fan of decorative scissors. Baxter sounds just like Sonny. Is he the same kind of puppy? Love the idea of Sunday craft chat. Uh, happy crafting to all. Love to Sunbun and Baxter. Oh, that is so sweet. He's similar, but I think, I'm not exactly sure what he is. I'll have to ask Linda. Um, he, I'm guessing maybe Westie. Mm, I'm not sure. I'll ask Linda. She'll tell me. Uh, but he's just so adorable. And he's really cute. And Sunny loves him. Just loves him. So I hope you're all having fun out there and in paperland. And um, just remember to keep having fun. Keep looking at your papers with new eyes. And we'll create things and have a blast together here on the Paper Outpost. And thank you for spending time together with us. We truly appreciate it. We're happy you're here in this big paper-loving community. And hang on tight. We're going to do a lot more fun things coming up soon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Um, coming to you from the craft room today, and we have a little visitor in the, oh, look who's over there on the couch. We have a little visitor today, Sonny has his little friend Baxter visiting, and they are both sitting on the couch, all buried in the white pillows, leaving mom all alone in the craft room to fend for herself. So you two campers, keep that couch from floating away. And I will carry on with the podcast. So, I uh, hope you're all doing well. This is the Paper Outpost podcast. We're talking about paper crafting, life of a crafter, answering your crafty questions today, and junk journals. So, let's jump right in. Elaine S. says, um, great idea. Um, for some reason, I have the hardest time trying to cut out the shape if tabs of tabs. So, this will make the tab chore much easier. Why didn't I think of uh, to do this? Thanks. Uh, uh, she's saying, um, she's referring to a video that came out uh, yesterday called Easy Page Tabs from Book Pages. And there are a million and one ways to make page tabs. And they're really a cute, adorable little extra embellishment for a junk journal. Um, they can be functional or just decorative. And there's uh, this is just one little starter beginner idea if you're interested in checking that video out. Um, Dottie Dasha Dashna. Dadi Dashna. Okay, there we go. Um, Good morning, Crafty Family. My question this week is, have you ever used those free paint sample cards from Lowe's in your junk journals? I collected a lot of them in a drawer full this summer from the little recycle bins in Lowe's paint section because I use them in my art journals. What can we use them for in the junk journal world? I like the the fact that you're grabbing them from the, the recycle bin there. Um, my goodness, they're kind of like colored cardstock. So, yeah, you can punch out shapes. You can, um, gosh, use them for a million things for uh, cover art, for collage, for um, making journal cards and um, um, pockets and tucks and belly bands and bookmarks and all sorts of fun things. So, yes, absolutely. I mean, they're just another beautiful... Um, example of a resource that's out there and uh, yeah like I said I love the fact you get them from the recycle bin that's very cool okay Steph B asks I have been gifted many linen napkins with embroidery some are very large all in fine condition and are lovely how can I incorporate these into my journals 
Uh, thanks. P.S. I love the visits from the pup reporter. Oh, that's sweet. Um, oh, that's a great question. I love using linen napkins with embroidery. Um, one of my favorite ways is to cover um, pockets with them. They just look so pretty. You can actually use the the linen napkin as is, like cut a piece out of it and just either glue or sew that to a page, however you want to do it. Or you can mount the um, linen napkin onto a piece of cardstock or something that has a little bit of structure to it, glue it or sew it to that and then glue that to your page. And that gives a nice, um, easily structured uh, pocket or tuck, or you could convert this also into a, a belly band or something like that. They would also make really pretty bookmarks as well, um, just wrapped around a piece of chipboard or cardstock or something like that. Very pretty. Um, they are amazing to use. And I actually have had people get mad at me for cutting up old linen. Um, and I hear you. I know. I hear you. But there's a lot of it out there. And sometimes it's stained and um, not really usable in, for daily wear. Um, <clears throat> or it's very fragile or something like that. Or it's just sort of pretty. Or somebody just did a little bit of embroidery on the corner of things and it would be a nice way to honor that little piece of embroidery. Another pretty thing that you can do with um, embroidered linens is um, make envelopes out of them. Now you can take cardstock and construct an envelope um, and then wrap it in the linen or you can um, uh, take an envelope that's already constructed and just glue uh, the linen onto it and just cut it and trim it and you could even sew it on the edges if you want or um, you know do some type of pretty uh, binding or basting on the sides but those are really 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 pretty they would also be very pretty stacked on top of a journal for gift giving uh, maybe full of some ephemera or pretty papers that you've made or cut out or possibly uh, punch things or old photos or whatever you have hanging around that might be fun to tuck into those envelopes that would be really cool um <clears throat> mm. Uh, let's see. Hubby came in and said, why is she making a field of COVID flowers? I just died laughing. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what you mean by that. What's a COVID flower? Um, I don't know, but I was doing some watercolor flowers. Maybe, maybe I have no idea what you mean, but, um, I, I hope everybody's okay and healthy. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, nope. Didn't have COVID. Um, Okay, Pam, wise whisk girl says, Pam, I got a laminator last year and haven't used it yet. Oh, I'm guilty of getting stuff and not using it too. I have a Dremel that's still in the box and I, I begged for it for Christmas and then I haven't used it. I feel so guilty. Um, <clears throat> and I know once I pull it out, I'll probably use it, but I don't even know where it is right now. Isn't that awful? I think I stuck it in the garage somewhere. Um... Do you recommend 3M pockets for laminating or rolls and sheets of the plastic from laminating? Okay. Um, I am unskilled in the laminating world. I don't have a laminator and I've never laminated, so I'm not the right person to ask. But um, I have no idea, honestly. Maybe, maybe I'm sure there's other videos out there that show how to laminate and what would be the best way to do it. But that sounds really cool. I mean, maybe it's time to dust that off and, and give it a go and just see what you think. Um, sounds like fun. I mean, you could 
make really cool bookmarks and stuff like that for your junk journals with a laminator. That would be neat. Um, Gretchen T. says, Pam, here in the St. Louis, Missouri area. I think that's Missouri and not Monte St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. Um, uh, we were a whole two degrees last night. We're, we're struggling to get into the two digits. Can you say burr? Oh, <clears throat> I'm feeling for you. I have a very good friend from St. Louis. She just drove back down to Florida and she was just telling me how unbelievably cold it has been up there. And um, so we definitely feel for you. Stay warm, hon. Okay, let's see. Boop, boop. I'm harding these. Okay. Um, okay, I think I answered. Okay, I think I did some of these. Let me go for, for your. Okay. <coughs> A lot of questions about um, how do you make your own Mod Podge, and I do believe you take Elmer's glue and add a little bit of water, and that's pretty much it. Although, basically you're thinning it out a little bit, I I think that's the magic recipe. It's nothing really super fancy. Um, there may be other recipes for it out there too, but that's the one I'm familiar with. But I just buy the big gallon of Mod Podge and just pour it into a Tupperware thing and then use that up and then pour more into the Tupperware thing and then use that up. Um, it's a great medium to work with. You can use it in so many different ways. Uh, it's a really nice way to plasticize or give seal any um, tiny work. Like let's say you are putting um, some plant material, some nature. Maybe you've got some leaves or petals or flowers that you want to put on a page, but you're a little afraid that they might fracture or break even if you glue the backs of them down. You can always coat them with Mod Podge um, and seal them onto the page that way to give a nice... Uh, uh, it, it will take something that's crunchy and turn it flexible. It's kind of cool that way. Um, Somebody is saying, Journal Diva said, I love the idea of making your own art for journals. Did you know about Woody Stabilo pencils for children that can be used on a jelly plate? Well, there you go. We, there we have had it. Now we know. I did not know that. Um, that is pretty cool. And uh, we will go from there. I do not have a jelly plate. Those Honestly, those things kind of freak me out. It looks like a blob. I like... A giant amoeba blob. Yep, they kind of freak me out. I don't know why. I just feel like it's going to grow mold or something. And they probably don't. They're probably fine. And there's a lot of videos on how to make your own jelly molds and uh, jelly plates. And those really freak me out because I I think they might grow mold. I don't know why. They probably don't. But if they did, it would really freak me out. That's all I can say. I don't know. But um, and then you got to put it somewhere. I have a space issue here which is my own darn fault because I dragged in so much craft stuff I really need to use up more of my stuff that I have stop buying things Pam use up what you have use up what you have you've got a lot around here use it up okay that's mission number one um heart that one um Janoir Moon says Ciao, Miss Pam and Sleepy Sunshine. Your artwork is so beautiful. I, have you ever considered using them to make greeting and note cards to sell in your Etsy shop? Congratulations to the winner. Um, that's actually a great idea. Um, and she's referring to the video called Beginner-Friendly Watercolor Bookmarks for uh, Junk Journals. Um, I think that would be very pretty um, to use your own artwork and make 
uh, things like that. I mean, how rewarding and I know if somebody hand painted a card uh, and gave it to me, I would definitely keep it. Um, that's for sure. So, you know, all these things are possibilities. Great ideas, everyone. Nancy Walker says, can you think of an alternate alternate to acrylic blocks? Oh, I think she's referring to when you're using an acrylic stamp, like the silicone stamps, the clear ones. What can you stick it to um, other than an acrylic block? And um, I often don't even use the acrylic block. I'll just like rub the ink over the stamp and then just use the sheer force of my hands to push down on the page. Um, but you could definitely use a book or something like that. Like if you put the stamp down and just press a book on top of it, I think that would give you enough evenly distributed weight to make an imprint, which should be pretty cool. I think that would be an easy thing to probably substitute. Um, Carol Williamson asks, where else are you reading comments and questions from Pam? Oh, is it your subscription page? I'm pretty much... Um, what I do is I go into YouTube and they have a little feature where you can pull up questions asked. So anybody who asks a question on any video of mine through all the old videos and new videos, it will pull them all up just depending on the date on when they posted the question. So if you're watching an older video and you have a question, it will pull from those older videos as well. Um... Where, uh, Happy Sewist says, where does one find glycerin to rehydrate ink pads? Um, uh, you can buy it in the grocery store in the cake section. It's used to thin icing or make icing and things like that. You can, I know I've seen vegetable glycerin in the health food store. You can find it there. Um, and some places like CVS and stuff like that, like pharmacy type places will also sell glycerin. I've seen it there. Um, and you can order it on eBay and Etsy and Amazon any day of the week. Okay. Jenny, uh, asks, hi Pam. I love your videos. I'm making, I've made a lot of junk journals already. Uh, last year left my email address on your page. I got one mail back. I tried again and again, but no mails anymore. What can I do? Okay. Well, uh, make sure that they're not being, uh, filtered by your email system. Um, and if it doesn't work, I would just try and re-sign up. Maybe for some reason it got filtered out. I, I don't really filter out any emails, so uh, it's unlikely. But um, And um, uh, if you use Microsoft Outlook, check in your promotions tab because sometimes it gets placed in there and not in your primary email address bucket. And um, uh, that's what I would do. I would maybe also unsubscribe and then resubscribe. That might kick it back into gear. And, um, Dod, okay, here's Dottie Dashna uh, again here. She's asking, oh, let me heart that one. Um, 
Hello, Paper Outpost family. Guess what I managed to find? Yes, Scotch Create per Permanent Glue Stick. It was available through Michael's online. Not available in the stores. It said it was only available online. Anyways, I ordered five glue sticks. Delivery date is next week between Tuesday and Thursday. If I end up getting the one in the black and gray plaid bottle again, we will all know that Pam has the only Scotch Create glue sticks left on the planet, hoarded nice and cozy in her garage. Uh, I will update everyone if I got it next week. Happy crafting. Oh, that's I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like me, I'm, uh, Hopefully it's not disappearing. Well, we're just going to have to buckle up if they're not making it anymore and find a different glue. I mean, that's that's what we got to do. We're going to do it. Um, Amethyst Raven. Hi, Pam and Sunny. These are brilliant. She's referring to the how to easily paint flowers for a junk journal video. Um, do you ever consider adding your own art to your digi kits? These would make beautiful printables. Um, I have actually. Um, I've done some collaging and uh, with dried botanicals and also I did a bunny one. It was, uh, I think it's called Bunny Loves Yoga, I want to say. With some doodles that I used to draw a while back, I was doing this little bunny theme, so I put them up there. Um, but yeah, definitely all these painting ones would come out really good. Uh, something to think about. Thank you for the idea. Uh, uh, user said, I hear a bird with a very haunting sound. What type? That's probably the African gray, uh, holly. And, um, he has a myriad of sounds. Um, uh, uh, okay. Um, Judith Martin said, I'm having trouble getting my free printable to print. She must mean from the newsletter. It downloaded to my files on my Kindle tablet, but won't print any suggestions. Um, I would say I don't know how the Kindle talks to your printer and maybe there's a YouTube video on that on how to get it to print or if you have a laptop or a PC maybe you could um, send the image there and uh, print it out from there those that might be a couple ideas um, and if you're totally in a pinch you can always go down to Office Depot or FedEx or something like that and usually they can print out images for you Betty Longshore says love this idea okay what's the idea it's a video called make a collaged focal point for a junk journal uh, cover idea love this idea uh, is this going to be the actual journal cover or will it be attached to a cover I don't know I think I made it and I put it aside and it is of undetermined um, final destination yet so you could do it either way. It could actually be your cover, or you could uh, make a like a place it onto a cover as a focal point. Let's go with that answer. That sounds that sounds good. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Hi Pam. This is uh, Pam Ketano. Uh, hi Pam. I just love this idea. Can't wait to try. This is uh, called, the video called "Make Faux Leather and Suede from a Paper Bag." Um, could I cover a hardback book with this or will it be too fragile? Once again, love your work. You're the one that got me into junk journals. Okay, what you could do is um, uh, if you're worried about the flexibility around a spine of a hardcover, um, you could just cover the front and the back cover so there's no flex and then possibly put a piece of fabric down the spine so it's not pulling on this material and then you're totally safe but you could try wrapping it it does have some flexibility and I think if you go with the 
Mod Podge covered one, which gives it a little bit more of a leathery look. Um, you can uh, get more flex out of something that's a little bit crunchy or that might tear, should, should you say. But you're going to have to, you know, test it out. It all depends uh, how thick your paper bag is, how much, um, you know, how, how saturated and flexible the, the final piece is. Um, uh, okay. <clears throat> I think I answered this one the other day, so we'll just move through that one. Um, uh, let's see. Well, I think I answered those too. Okay, here we go. We're going to go down here a little bit. Uh, Digi, Digi Kate G says, hi Pam, I love your videos. I have a question. Have you ever done any binding other than the three-hole stitch? I would love to learn something different like cross-stitch or something else. Please give my regards to Sunny. Um, I have done some other things like a kettle stitch and a um, Coptic stitch and things like that in the beginning. Yeah, I've played around with a lot of different techniques on how to bind. Um, and you may want to check out my, I have a playlist called junk journal construction and that's all my different videos of how to make different types of junk journals uh, but what I sort of did was settle on the three hole pamphlet stitch as my old reliable um, go-to because it's so easy and so effective and I found that it's reliable with small journals or big heavy journals I've had good luck with it some people like to do the five hole um, and there's a lot of other fancy stylized stitching out there that you can do okay Okay, sorry for the interruption there with the phone call, but we're going to be tying it up now and wishing you all best, have all our best, happy crafting from me and Baxter and Sunshine, all is well at this end, and we send you lots of hugs, and we'll be talking with you all soon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.